Welcome, friends, to Unlocked 309. It is the world's number one Xbox show, pre-Gamescom edition. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a lot more to talk about next week, because this week, not so much. But coming up, we do, in fact, have uh, one important topic that affects everybody with an Xbox, and that is Microsoft looking to, quote-unquote, fundamentally change uh, how they approach achievements. So we'll talk all about that coming up, as well as uh, how you can get it in on the Insider program to get dashboard preview updates. Ubisoft opening a new studio uh, in another new country and uh, a new game that uh, may sound a little familiar, but it's just a random new game that uh, none of us have heard about till today. Just got announced out this fall. We'll talk about that. So uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Sean the Shark Man. Chop, been chop. A, it's been a while. Been a, Thank you for having me back. That. Yes. Glad you're here. Uh, Brandon Tyrell also. It's been a long while. Coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, I right? like it. And Marty Sleeve at him, too. It has not been a while. No. 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 One week. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long week since. Yes. It's hard to believe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're actually recording early this week because of uh, our IGN show on Disney. They got the, they got the whole place, every, every video asset, every, every producer yeah. completely <laughs> tied up. So uh, we, this is all we could do. Therefore, you know a lot's going to happen this week. It's, yeah. But no, actually, yeah. theoretically, it shouldn't. We it should, should all happen next week. It yeah. should be pretty yeah. quiet leading into Gamescom, which uh, we'll talk all about on next week's show uh, with whatever. Microsoft is having a, a briefing. It's going to be noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's this Sunday, August 20th. So you're going to want to tune into IGN for that. We'll be carrying it as well as, uh, in fact, these same lovely people right here we're going to do some predictions that'll uh, kind of a pre-show that's going to run right before that stream starts. So tune in about eleven forty-five Pacific uh, or you know whatever two forty-five on the East Coast. So look out for that, guys. I wanted to start first with the the big story that we do have this week, and that is friend of the show Mike Ibarra uh, from the Xbox executive team saying that Microsoft is looking to quote fundamentally change the concept. Of achievements, he was speaking to Windows Central uh, website, and he says that his team is quote working towards a bigger, more meaningful change about somebody's gaming accomplishments in history as a gamer on Xbox. We can do a lot more to reflect and let people show their gaming history and their status, whether it's somebody who only plays multiplayer in Halo Five at a professional level. Uh, maybe they only have two thousand gamer score. You want to be able to celebrate that person. And he says, uh, uh, we're going to go big in the area of letting people show off and represent their gaming history and the type of gamer that they are far more than we do with gamer score. What do you guys think this is going to look like? What are we talking about here? I mean, it, it's interesting because fundamentally, achievements haven't really changed in the past 12 years. Yeah. I mean, since the 360 launched. Yeah. Um, everybody was, we loved, they were, they were the coolest new thing mm-hmm. yeah. in yeah. 2005, and now everybody does it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the same thing on Sony's side, like trophies really haven't changed since PS3. Yeah. And so it is interesting them saying this. Um, the thing I've always wanted is somehow being able to cash in gamer score for something, oh, whether man, it be, dream, right? yeah, whether it be <laughs> just like, currency on the xbox store or a game or even like a skin for your avatar or something Um, that would be great it always kind of surprises me that they haven't done that um yeah i mean the more you play the platform the more you're incentivized to continue playing on the platform yeah or even like tying like you were saying like a a t-shirt for your avatar to a Mm -hmm. specific achievement 
Um, like the Halo, the seven seven one comes to mind, right? Like really right. difficult achievements to get, mm-hmm. where you have to play on the seventh of July in order to get this achievement. Like that nets you a T-shirt with a seven on it, something like that. You know, yeah. um, it, not not quite cashing in sure. with the marketplace. But yep, I mean, similar. from what they're saying here, it sounds like that's the direction they're going. <laughs> yeah. Is for particularly difficult things that there are going to be some sort of cosmetic way to show off to people, whether it's emblems or something on your avatar. Itself. Yeah. 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 As long yeah. as it remains cosmetic, I'm mostly all right with that. Yeah. What I don't like is kind of incentivizing people who play on the platform a lot with like monetary rewards. Like you can buy a game with those points or whatever you achieved. Why don't you like that? I don't know. I feel like it puts people at a dis- it puts people at a financial disadvantage or a time disadvantage. Like the older you get, the less time you have, the less potential you have to earn enough points or whatever it is to spend on games that other people might be able to get. I just don't like an unevil, uneven play field you? like that. Like for for me anyway, it's. To, to relatively speaking, younger, more time, less money. Yeah. Older, <laughs> yeah. and then the t- it just goes so, yeah. the other way. It's always like in I balance. Could af- I could afford games. <laughs> I'm all right I just with don't that. have the time. Yeah. Exactly. That's all right. It's good for your character to not have money when you're young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should I be poor yeah. for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Gotta earn it. It builds character. Yeah. Gotta earn it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. What do you think this is going to be like? Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking the same thing. Like maybe some sort of... Uh, Badging on your profile, mm. like That's you might exactly have. Exactly what uh, I was going to say. Yeah, like you know, I could see them even letting you change the font or color or just the the actual everything about who you are in that digital space. <clears throat> Not just the avatar, but even your actual like name and you know, like they they've dipped their toe in the water on this already. Like uh, with the the how many years you've been an Xbox yeah, sure. Live right. member, and it's like a different. Shape and cool mm-hmm. thing like I, you know, I've I have the coolest one because I go all the way back to the yeah. to the day one thing. That's uh, the, which which is like, and it is. It's kind of neat. Like I'd be like, yeah, yeah, check that out. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So how long? <laughs> what was that? Fifteen years. It's now. Wow. Well, it's uh, October of no November fifteenth, two thousand two. I'm, I'm thinking of the beta. Yeah, it's about to be fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, so it's coming wow. up on 15 years. So it Jeez. should be a 14 on there right yeah. now. That's Xbox cool. already kind of dipped their toe into this as well, but there is a showcase on your profile which you can choose to assign achievements into, and it shows like it displays up to five of them. Oh. If they made that a little bit more pronounced, yeah, more pronounced, and then the badge, just, it was like a badge, not like tro- it basically the Xbox equivalents of trophies. Yeah. You could pick and choose which ones to display in there, and they were more indicative of kind of your achievements in game, I think that'd be a cool way to show off. Because I've actually run into a lot of people like this who they have like 200 gamer score, but then if you click into their service record on Halo 5, I play a lot of Halo 5 still. They have 12 uh, million kills. Yeah, yeah, like huge amounts of kills. They're really, really good at that, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know it by looking at yeah, their yeah. Xbox profile. You have to look at their service record. Yeah. And I can see where there's a little bit of dissonance in that. So it basically gives you like, you know, a digital trophy case to say, these are the ones that define that cool. me as a gamer. Yeah. You can check out my, my top five ones. Yeah, and at any point you could switch Switch them in and out, and like if they were more relevant, I know that developers. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it'd be really cool if it was if the milestones were really relevant towards the type of player that you were. Mm-hmm. Like if you were, you know, if you were a multiplayer only dude in Halo, yeah. it was like not just an hours one, but a kills one, and yeah. like a weapons one. Like mm-hmm. I'm a battle rifle expert or a sniper rifle expert, or like you think it'd be funny. Like I've died more than anyone else, yeah, or something yeah. like that. It'd be really funny. You know, cool. getting back to what you were saying about this, Marty, that what immediately came to mind, even though it's not quite an apples to apples comparison, was one versus one hundred. Yeah, because that <laughs> was the it's the only time. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is I'm going off a of memory here, but I believe it is the only time in Xbox history where you could actually play a game and win money. Yeah, mm-hmm. Microsoft points. 
uh, I remember the <laughs> there was one. I won a dollar. <laughs> I, I, I got because it was a random draw. If you got to be the one or even in the mob, the, yeah. the one hundred mob, I got to be in the mob. Uh, I think just the once, and ended up. I won a dollar, and I think it was. I feel like there was something else attached to it too. But yeah, it was like that eighty points. Yeah, eighty back. Yeah. But back when it was Microsoft points. Yeah, and for those of you young, oh when it wasn't to a dollar, ten dollars gives like, you eight hundred points. Yeah, yeah. 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 eighty points to a dollar. Available yeah. now for two hundred and forty Microsoft yeah. points. Once you bought Microsoft points, you never ever had zero balance ever no. again. No, it was yeah. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the goal, right? Yeah. To make sure you always had something in your account, so you're like, I might as well just add some more in there. It yeah. stayed like that for an absurdly long. A little too long. Yeah, too long. But but yeah, that was you could actually do that in one versus 100 r.i.p phil bring it back come on (laughs) that should be maybe that should be the next thing we champion after uh well i guess we got banjo three on the list yeah we have uh um bring back fable blinks Blinks. that's the one i was blanking on just for a second there blinks is on the list and then one one versus 100 (laughs) and one versus 100 fusion frenzy come on what What are you talking get back in the producers get out of the show fusion frenzy is awesome it's a bad game no bad people (laughs) maybe three or four of those of the 60 or however many games were really cool well (laughs) then guess what it's it's uh, one, one of the two, two original Xbox backwards compatible games announced so yeah. far. So have fun go. playing yeah. it on your Xbox One Sean's again. Is a one man twenty four hour. No live one stream. can beat me at that screw game where you have to run up the screw <laughs> and dodge I'll bet things. You don't even have the disc anymore. I don't. I mean, yeah. He Why? doesn't love the game. <laughs> he doesn't even have the disc anymore. My OG Xbox got lost <laughs> in translation, man. No. no, I know how that goes. It's unfortunate. All right, uh, let's move on. I wanted to note. A lot of people have tweeted me wondering, like, oh, I want to get in on these dashboard updates, the mm-hmm. early access stuff. Microsoft has made it. It used to be they had to invite you, and then, like, you could inv- if you were in, you could invite people. Now they've just said, forget it. Come one, come all. If you want to opt into this, anyone can join the Xbox Insider program, formerly known as the Preview Program. Uh, it's split into four rings. So there's the Alpha Ring, the Beta Ring, the Delta Ring and the Omega Ring. <laughs> Omega being the outermost, uh, and that's the one that you can anybody can opt into. And then, if you're useful to Microsoft, if you're a a humble bug reporting <laughs> soldier, they might they might uh, let you up into the higher tiers. After that, that gets you access to you know earlier things. But again, user beware. Early things don't always work. It like final things do yeah. so. Uh, like I've always, I've actually never, I've, I'm still not in the insider thing. Yeah, yeah neither am I. I don't know. I'm not particularly interested in free Q and A. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't and know. That's, that's. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be cynical. No, just, no. I yeah. get what you mean. It's just like you, you know, you just want to turn on your console and use it. Yeah. So you'll just wait, and I feel the same way. Just wait till it's officially released, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But when I getting back to four old guys sitting around the table at this point hey, when i was young I'm, you're you one of the oldest yet? i'm 30 so yeah welcome to the club yeah i guess that's true <laughs> <laughs> like i remember uh i used to when in my teenage years i was going nuts for i would install the pre-release windows version because i was a big pc gamer yeah. back then like the windows 98 er, early build was called codename memphis when they used to codename them after mm-hmm. cities and I remember, like, it was, and I knew, like, 
anything could go wrong and my whole system could get yeah. totally jacked and I'd have Oof. to format the whole thing and start over. Uh, but I just wanted to see the, you know, the, what the early wanted to see what it looked like before it was out. And mm-hmm. so I totally get it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a little, I think I'm just too old at this point. Just, I'm fine. Wait for the final. Yeah. I'm like that with early access games yeah. too. I respect the heck out of people who pay the money early and they become an active participant yep. in the community and helping to give feedback on the game. I'm just like, I'll, I'll play Ark Survival Evolved at the end of the month when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who, who has helped uh, the, <laughs> the developers work on it for the last two years in the uh, early access. I mean, you see something like PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, which is one of the biggest games in the that's world. That's a great and That's still in early point. access. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and there's there's a, a sense of community in there when you get in early. Very right? true. Like uh, Rust, back when that was the big thing. Man, I loved jumping in there and just like reading the change logs and having these emergent stories. Like Mitch and I would talk about it and just, oh, what happened? Well, I got hunted by a group of men and they found me and murdered me. <laughs> and then my game crashed. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, mine too. Cool. <laughs> um, so there's this awesome sense of like anecdotal community involvement. Absolutely. That, that is in there. But I'm with you, man. Like – we all talk about the never ending backlog now and there's just too many things to do for me to spend time on something that might crash at any moment or, uh, and it's going to get better later. Yeah. And, it's, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to experience it in its fullest later right. on. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm in the same boat with you for me. It's a little, it's dependent on what the changes are. So I am in the preview program and, uh, most of the time, like I think only one or two of the times have I actually opted to, try out the changes yeah. that are coming because it actually gives you an option like to activate the build or not when you're in it mm. or you can just stay on the current stable whatever at OS. least you're given the option yeah i think the last time i uh activated it was when they redid the whole ui for the xbox and it was supposed to be way faster and i was like i do want to try that so have you tried the the <clears throat> new, no, this new was one. like no this was like last year like so the last yeah one now now did. the 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 new one's up for, yeah for uh insider yeah and like i uh i'm a little less interested in it uh, it it comes down to like the feature set. Like we were dealing with at that point when I tried the the preview program the last time or activated the build, it was uh, it was very much like the, the the architecture was a little bit or the architecture of the OS and the display and the UI was a little bit slow and a little unwieldy and you couldn't really find things. Yeah, and there were a lot of changes coming to the new build which we're currently on that looked really awesome and I was very excited about that and so I wanted to jump in and give it a try. This time I'm less interested in that because I think the current one works pretty fine. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to the feature set. If there's some awesome new feature or functionality that I really want to try. That's in the preview build. I'm the type of person who gets excited about that stuff and is willing to go in and give their feedback to make it work better. But if not, then I'm less well, interested. Well, Ma- uh, Major Nelson did post a little sort of walkthrough video of the new UI, the new dashboard. And even in its current state, it looks like it's very zippy, yeah. Yeah. very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have had complaints about uh, ha- sort of how they're utilizing the real estate, but. I'm eager to get in and try it. It looks like a – I mean it's definitely a big change. Cool. Uh, yeah. Some people have complained online that – I know, people complaining online. Who does that, right? <laughs> Shocking. That it's like, oh, just they, they just changed it recently. Uh, I don't want to change it. But it's like, well, do you want them to make it better? Or yeah. Do you want them yeah. to just wait six months arbitrarily? Like, yeah. No, make it better. Yeah, I mean, I like thought- at some point Windows upgraded to Windows Millennium and we left it there for oh. like 10 years. And like <laughs> would have yeah. loved a real quick change after that. Yeah. Well, thank God for Windows XP. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back. Do we have a, like a tentative launch window for this, for a public push? I'm not sure. I would presume it's, it's going to be timed around or slightly before the X. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They'll, they'll want to have it 
publicly rolled out by yeah. then so that people that bring home their Xbox One X get uh, you know this new dashboard. Yeah, because yeah, the last big one was right after GDC. I think it was March or April, so that would make sense. About yeah. six months after that. Remember way, way back when there used to be, it was the spring update the and the up. fall update, and there would be like tons of features packed into each one. Yeah. But now it's it's better this way where it's just an ongoing, almost month, usually monthly update. Yeah. Yeah. It's smaller changes typically, but it's... It's just always improving. Which I mean, is it's fantastic. also more reflective of like the time that we live in, like iterative small updates all the time, as sure. opposed yeah. to giant patches like twice a year. Yeah, yeah, very true. Bring back the blades. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I'm all for it. Blade system for life. <laughs> you think you want that, but you really don't. It was the uh, I missed them. This is random. Uh, <laughs> the lead sound designer on Oxenfree was Where are you the going sound designer. He made the blade noises. Really? Oh, oh that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Which I like. Wait. I love those noises. <laughs> they made I, love, also, I love Marty does the blade yeah. sounds. Yeah. And I love how fast you're scrolling. Yeah, there. it was great. So just, oh, yeah, I went real quick. from yeah. marketplace to yeah. games to media. You're, you're, right, you're blowing through the blades right there. Yeah. And then he made spooky island hipster noises for Oxenfree. Think about yeah. that. That shows you where we're at in terms of the tech. Like, there was a media tab where you could like listen to your cd right. yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> That's so funny. i wonder i would i would have to think that somewhere at microsoft campus there is a, like a a room almost a museum of sorts where there's builds of every, every major os UI. from yeah. windows and then from xbox yeah. as well yeah. like original xbox and then all the 360 you know, the blades to the nxe to mm-hmm. the one after that, to yeah, and on up Xbox One. And I, the, I hope that room exists. And then there's the Zune just on one sad column. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> With a single light down on top of it. That you guys remember that? My, that might be my favorite joke in all of Guardians 2. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. It's a Zune. It holds Everyone on Earth songs. is using it these days. <laughs> 3,000 songs? <laughs> what was the thing? What was the unit of measurement for the original Xbox? Was it blocks? Uh, yes. Curious good memory. Everyone had 50,000 50, plus yeah. blocks never, all yeah. the time. How many blocks is that? You did install a game that you thought was huge. like, And you still had 50,000 plus? Yeah, matter. it was like a thousand blocks. You're like, cool. Well, then you would install a game that you thought was tiny. And it's like, two, like, like what is a block? A thousand blocks. <laughs> Considering, okay. well, you couldn't install games. So you right. were really only dealing with save Saves. files, yeah. Yeah. which are inherently smaller. But you, know, you were dealing with an eight gigabyte hard drive so a block must have been a really tiny yeah. unit, unit of measurement. Like, there was right. at least 50,000. <laughs> yeah. That's a kilobyte. Yeah. So, Phil, here's a test. We, we like to test to make sure he's still listening from time to time. <laughs> Tweet me and let, let us know if that room exists somewhere where you can go look at every major iteration of every Microsoft operating system ever. I want to know. Yeah. And if it doesn't exist, it should exist. Yeah. You mean like a physical thing? Yeah, I'll, bet you like cool. build, I'll bet you like builds of exi- builds exist of it on engineers' laptops and stuff. But like, you want like a museum where you can yeah, get, where like, it's preserved, booted up on a machine. Yeah. Yeah, okay, because if it's on in some engineer's laptop, it risks being erased at some point for nothing is a million on the different internet reasons. these days. Yeah, well, it's not on the internet; it's on Microsoft's but private like their, servers. Yeah, their internal, their <laughs> intranet is that what it's called? Yes, yes, yeah. I really um, like the idea that you need like clearance level nine to go into that museum. Oh yeah, like thumbprint access. <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's, feels, the, it's a room from at the end of Raiders of the Lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. feels like I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> right. All right, let's move along here. Uh, Ubisoft making a little news this week. They've announced that they are opening a new studio in Stockholm, Sweden, mm-hmm. home of developers such as, namely, Dice is the, the sort of they rule the roost out there. 
They have a, and they have appointed uh, Ubisoft managed to poach Patrick Bach, former EA Dice manager, to lead that studio. Had had he left, or did he go straight from? I don't remember hearing. I don't him remember ever leaving yeah, yeah. Uh, Dice. I feel like he's big enough to where we would have wrote that up. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I wonder if Ubisoft just made him a an offer I couldn't refuse. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. That was Vito Corleone, right? For you youngins. <laughs> yeah. So, according to a post on Ubisoft's official blog, they'll be called Ubisoft Stockholm. Real. <laughs> yeah. Good job, guys. Uh, and they're going to work with Massive Entertainment, who's also. Located in Sweden. Yeah, they're in Malmo. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're of course, the developers of The Division. And now they're working on James Cameron's Avatar The Game. I have a hot take. That video game's never going to come out. <laughs> that is never going to be a they real have, game. They have said it. It will not be out until at least 2020. Wow. Is that when the films, Sean? There's, those movies are also never going to come out. The first, well, the, uh, the Avatar sequel is slated for 2019 right yeah. now. And there and are then, four of them? And there are four of them. And then three is 2020, and then four yeah. is 2022, Something and then five like is 2023, I think. Yeah. So there's like a oh, year off between the so two. I know that Avatar made they will of a course record sum of money. Yep. Yeah. But – did was anyone really look besides like a Max. movie studio executive looking? Was, <laughs> yeah. Anyone besides Max Scoville looking for Avatar two, let alone three, four, and five? Uh, I mean, here's the thing: probably James Cameron. <laughs> uh, He's got more money than God at this point. <laughs> He's though. got the two the two highest grossing films of all time, Titanic like three or four of them. I mean, every that's the T2? thing is like everyone can touch. say everyone says like. You know, when Avatar come, came out, the world was different. We didn't have, like, Marvel's cinematic universe wasn't yeah. in full swing. There was kind of, like, a vacuum for action movies. And it came in and filled that space, and that's why it grows so much. I don't know, man. Don't bet against James Cameron. The dude has hit it out of the park literally every single time. I mean, that's fair. Don't bet. Like, I guarantee you everyone's like, we don't need Avatar 2. And then the moment we see that trailer, everyone's like, Avatar 2. What's, <laughs> Avatar what's blowing my mind is they're already making, like, um, Avatar-themed amusement parks. It's or, open yeah. the, at the Disney Animal oh, Kingdom it's already in, in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And now, that's not to say, like, I don't remember the main character's name or what yeah. the planet's called. Pandora. Uh, Pandora. Yeah. Or what. Blueville. Basically... <laughs> Yeah, Smurf Village. They were they were mining for unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. That's so terrible. That's right. Yeah. Gosh, there's a lot. There's a lot wrong with that franchise. That makes it maybe not seem like the proper candidate for a franchise, like in a connected universe and theme parks and stuff. I the totally ACU. get that. But just I don't know, man. <laughs> Sorry, <Yikes. laughs> it's happening. Yeah, I mean, does that mean Sam? Are we gonna have to hear Sam Worthington's name more? Yeah, yeah. like what happened? Right. I thought too. I thought we all agreed as a society that he's done. I mean, the last he movie, was great in Black Ops One, Call after, of Duty Black Ops. After, oh, yeah. after, after Wrath awesome. of the Titan, he was great yeah. in the phone. Wait, was that that movie? No, Man on Ledge. Yeah, Man on Ledge. The Aptly was, named for the main character who stands on a ledge the whole incredible. movie. Like you're, you're thrilling in a, drama. You're going to talk about phone booth, right? With Colin, yeah, Farrell, Colin Farrell, I got who, briefly who mixed the entire up movie in a, in a phone, phone booth. booth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean. <laughs> I remember I saw I saw Avatar in the theater in 3D mm-hmm. and I was like that yeah. was an incredible visual experience. Sure. Yes. And then uh, I never needed to see the film again because I didn't think the movie was that good. It's not that whole second act has oh the last forty five minutes. Even remember just, it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like nothing no. happens. They run anyway, around so in the jungle. For Avatar a long the time. game. What's that gonna be, dude? I'll bet you it's timed with the sequel. And I don't know. We've had like a. Back in the day, licensed games used to be like unequivocally bad like oh, yeah. across the yeah. board. Yeah. But I we've mean, had really good Ubisoft ones. Ubisoft already made a bad Avatar game. Yep. That's there right. was a bad Ubisoft Avatar game that came out alongside the movie. Really? Yeah. 
So maybe this isn't even just like a recent development, but I mean, recently we've had uh, like triple A big time developers take on licenses and knock them out of the park, yeah. and that's really cool. Yeah, so they, maybe there's hope. Uh, yeah, Crystal is doing Avengers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe we got right. Insomniac Spider Man coming yep, out. That, that looks very really true. awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. The I know we're just kind of veering off on a tangent here, but the arc of licensed video games they went from pretty good in the 80s as nes games like there were some good aladdin well mm-hmm. it was a genesis game yeah. uh, and i guess super nes as well but mm-hmm. that was great and uh uh there were there were a handful of other ones ninja turtles sure yeah. ninja turtles is good and then you know in the sort <laughs> of 2000s and and uh you know that generation they were they were unequivocally terrible yeah they were yeah. they were farmed out for the cheapest contractual yeah. rate to whatever developer would take on a project <laughs> yeah. for that little amount of money. Well, I think movie they studios. Were I think movie studios saw that video games were a profitable business and mm-hmm. took yeah. that opportunity simply just to market it, but like then, to make extra dollars off their IP and didn't really think about the games being. Well, good. Yeah, you yeah. make a budget game and then let the license sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we went. Then that that ended. Like remember, I remember when the Dark Knight. It did not get a licensed tie-in game. Yeah. And I was like, that is weird. Yeah. And then like, going forward, is, a majority of the MCU didn't Bat- get one. Yeah. Batman yeah. Begins had one. Yeah. Uh, EA Montreal, I believe, made that game, and it was okay. Yeah. But and then Dark Knight was around the time that Arkham was going strong, right? Uh, Arkham, it hadn't quite... Uh, that was 08, and I think Arkham 1 was uh, 09. Okay. Yeah. I believe so, you know... Maybe maybe they saw the they, runway they, they for may, Arkham Asylum and but, um, wanted to steer clear. But anyway, so we went f- to no licensed games practically anymore until publisher, movie studios and publishers found out about these. Yeah. Yeah. And then they became Smartphone cheap, cases. Horrible... Yeah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I was about to say for those listening, <laughs> Ryan uh, picked up his phone. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know. I should remember that ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, what is he? What is he referring? It's a visual medium. A in front of me. What do you want? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's then we got all the licensed tie-ins on phones, and I guess to an extent that's still happening. But yeah, you're right. Now we're starting to get publishers and IP holders, uh, and movie studios taking these IPs. Very, much more seriously and yeah. investing a lot more money into them. Well, it's like it's just a more holistic approach to what your brand is, like multimedia, right? Like before, people, like I, th- I genuinely think people in Hollywood didn't think anything of video games. They saw that they were making money, but they didn't think that if our, if our brand exists as a terrible video game, uh, then it won't affect the movies, t- ticket sales, and yeah. stuff. Where nowadays, like all of our media is so connected that, yeah, if you do, like I genu- I genuinely think that the best. Walking Dead is the video game, and that helps elevate the whole brand across the board. So yeah. you want that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Then we had our our strange, uh, isolated examples in history where some something like the Chronicles of Riddick escaped from Butcher Bay. Yeah, better than yeah. the film. Way better than, way better than the film. Yeah. Well, wait a second. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Including Pitch Black. Pitch Black is pretty cool. Pitch Black's pretty also, good. Also, Chronicles cool. of Riddick is pretty cool too. It's no, it's not. That movie ends with him like time traveling a knife into some dude's head. Like that's so cool. Did, wasn't yeah. the fire planet called Spoiler. Crematoria? I mean, yeah. there's, <laughs> is this just the episode of terribly named things? <laughs> Unobtainium and Crematoria. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in that movie. Too. Ne- but it's Necromungos. Cool. It's like they found they just found uh, some twenty year old aspiring heavy metal singer. Yeah. No, dude. Like, you name everything. Yeah. It is straight up like a young adult writer saw a cover for a heavy metal album and was like, this is my universe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, there's been some terrible licensed stuff. I mean, do you guys remember Real Steel? 
Oh, yeah. The, the uh, movie? Shaq. Yeah. Is there a game? No, no, no. Is that Shaq? No, 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 that was just Steel. That was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh. A boxer. Put a retired soccer Washed up boxer who builds Rock'em Sock'em robots. Oh, and that had, remember, that had the Xbox 720 banner in it. Yeah. Before, like, wow. <laughs> remember that? So, like, it, illustrating the whole point about taking whatever frame of a game you have and throwing a license on it, the same company who did that, which the name escapes me, it's not Jaeger, but I think it's something like that. That's uh, Pacific Rim. They, no, it's, it's, the exact, it's the exact same company. They took Real Steel, essentially, and then made Pacific Rim with what? it. Yeah. Oh, no so they came out a couple years apart, but it's <laughs> essentially the same game File save with, with different licenses on it, and they're both <laughs> terrible. They're both so bad. But this was all like during that time of like middleware, right? Before that yeah. fell out of the industry where you just have these budget stuff on like XBLA or the XBLA marketplace. Mm-hmm. Like the to Watchmen it, had a game. You're totally right. To bring it full, full circle, what I'm saying is that there is hope for the Avatar game yet. It might be cool. Yeah, I mean because clearly Ubisoft is putting a lot of money into this sure. game. Totally. So that's, that's a good sign in the sense that it, that offers it a chance for it to be good. And not, not that low, low budget games can't be good, but it's – the more money being put into a game, it, ha- it does have generally, it I think it's some say, wiggle room. Yes, better odds. Of well, and also, Ubisoft's big AAA games generally aren't bad. Yeah. Like, most of them are, at the yeah. very least, good. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. They, have a, they have a fairly good track record mm-hmm. at this point. And I'd be curious. I mean, Massive, like, say what you will about the division when it launched, but when I went out to Massive for the IGN first, like mm-hmm. a year ago, I met those guys. They definitely know their stuff and they know how to make a big open world and that's what i was going to say they're really good with the open world yeah if i'm thinking of pandora i'm thinking it's going to be an open world where i can ride around on a dinosaur and you know i bet there's gonna be outposts yeah (laughs) i bet you're gonna climb to something high and then it's gonna put things on your map there'll be a big tree there'll be a there'll be a creature in a cage and if you shoot it it comes out i'm gonna (laughs) skin something and make a cool avatar wallet there'll be a quest where you have to like seduce with your hair thingy a horse and ride around it Seduce now, a horse. Hold on. The less pony, the less ponytail sex in this game, the better. You just tapped into something, Fewer Marty. Fewer. Uh, I actually <laughs> shut up, Stannis. <laughs> We've seen Far Cry do some weird stuff. I would actually play Far Cry colon Avatar, Pandora, yeah, or Pandora. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I think I would play that game. Yeah, I mean, if Far Cry was the name of the skeleton that they used and then slotted in, uh, you know, IPs into it, that would be an interesting take on it. it could that could work? All we're saying, Ubisoft. <laughs> that work? That's what Quinn Hawk is working with. Don't no. He's working on Splinter Cell Chaos Theory two, damn it. Oh. I've been taking that one to the grave. I have that's I obviously You will be taking that. that one to the grave. Yeah, it's, I will die before that happens, probably. Uh, all right. Next up this week, a couple more stories. New game got announced. That doesn't often happen at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when that same game is out in two months. The game is called Raid. World War II, and it is a co-op first-person shooter that will see players battle and rob their way through occupied Europe. Uh, like a reverse which rob? side <laughs> of the World War II <laughs> like, no, a, yeah. like a reverse you... monument yeah, kind so, of situation? Uh, <laughs> the goal in Raid World War II is simple. Sabotage, assassinate, and pulverize everything bearing a swastika, mess with Hitler, and steal his treasures. Relevant. Mess with Hitler, that little scamp. <laughs> Raid World War II's four heroes who hail from Great Britain, USA, Germany, and the Soviet Union will be customizable, as will the game's weapons. The class-based gameplay, recon assault, insurgent, or demolitions will also cater for a variety of preferred play styles. Does that sound familiar to anyone, that that template? A little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit? A little bit. It should. 
Yeah. There's why a is, good reason. Why is that? What does it remind you of? <laughs> a little game called Payday by the called... same studio. Yes. It is Starbreeze is developing Raid World War II, and they also developed Payday, which is obviously mm-hmm. hugely popular, hugely successful. Uh, appears to be the very template template swap we were talking about just a few minutes ago. I mean, World War II is back in a big way. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's, mess uh, with Hitler. I'm still reading the mess, mess, mess with, with Hitler. Hitler. Like you come up and you just Rough smack him on the back yeah. of the head. It's, like, it's, hey, like an episode of, it's an episode of Three Stooges with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Mussolini. Yeah. Shoot him with a spitball yeah. across the room. <laughs> just, who put this whoopee cushion under the first <laughs> chair? Oh, Mine butt. <laughs> oh, man. Mine butt. <laughs> Steer out of here. Uh, yeah, I okay. It's definitely a game that exists. Yeah, so uh, Raid Royal, it's out on October 10th, if you're interested. Yeah, man, announcing a game two months, a month and a half before it's released. I mean, good on them. We've always wanted de- de- developers to do that instead of, like, announcing their game and you can play this in 2020. In, yeah, in three years. That happens still far too often. But, yeah, I, I mean, you know, hey, it's... It's payday. Payday is well loved. It's yeah. the same developer. If they if they sort of take the right tone and the the gameplay elements are interesting, it could be could be fun. I mean, it's October is a tough a tough as nails time to ship a, a game like yeah. this. I think, but you know, but at the same time, the same this developer has had success releasing like games to not a lot of fanfare, but mm-hmm. then cultivating a very yeah, strong sure. long tail on yeah. Steam, yeah. and then true. that it just builds slowly over time. Like I remember, I I believe it was the first payday. Or it was Payday Two that released that I went and played at a preview event. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool. And then like I didn't think about it for a long time after that. I captured the direct feed. We like actually it might have been you and me who went to that thing a long Sounds time ago. Sounds about right. Uh, and then like a year later, I read that it was like one of the highest played games on Steam, and I was like, wow, good for them because yeah, I did not expect that. You're absolutely right. That's a great point. They cultivate this PC sort of Steam community, and those games have a long tail for it. Mm-hmm. So if they take the same approach for this, um, I mean, I could see it doing well. Yeah. It doesn't have to sell 20 million copies for it to be successful. Absolutely. All right. Uh, finishing up this week, Marty Sleva. Yes. I'm very excited. This is near and dear to your heart. And yes. this, I mean, this is actually, this is great. I know we tend to, I tend to crap on remasters in, a, on, in general, but there are always exceptions <laughs> to the rule. And this one is very much old enough. Yep. And in this case, it's uh, bringing the, the game to an entire new audience who mm-hmm. never got to see it before mm-hmm. yeah so uh, according to uh, Kotaku UK uh, Okami HD is coming to Xbox One and PS4 uh, in Dece- on December 10th 12th is, is what I oh, have 12th. here mind. from our yes. IGN story um, which is super exciting because Okami was one of the last great games on the PS2 and then it got an HD version on PS3 which is where I played but it. never came to 360 correct yes yes and correct. so uh, this coming out uh, you know on Xbox One I think would be incredible because this is Okami's for those of you who don't know, it was Platinum, so it was uh, Kamiya who ended up doing Bayonetta, Beautiful Joe, Wonderful 101. Scalebound. Scale, Scalebound, Sorry. yes. Resident Evil hey, 2. Yeah, Resident Evil <laughs> 2, yeah. Um, and I don't, to, to me, it's one of the best Zelda games ever made. I mean, just oh, yeah. like, I think for I think for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has that giant open world sort of Zelda vibe, but with this gorgeous painterly uh, sort of Japanese mythology uh, aesthetic to it. Real tough opening wow. to the game. Yes. Tutorials. Yeah. A lot of them, yeah. which is sort of a Zelda problem in yeah. a whole. But um, yeah, this game's awesome and, and definitely fills a void that you don't have a lot of Zelda likes on uh, Xbox One. 
It was really interesting when the game released originally. Quote me, correct me if I'm wrong. This was a Wii thing, right? And it made oh, it use also, of. Oh, it also came out on Wii, so it was a, yeah. It was PS2, and then it was released on Wii. Yeah, and the Wii version was, was the one that of. had the the paintbrush motion. No, it control had the stuff, IGN right? watermark on the box. What? They used the, the IGN image <laughs> that is of the cover. Oh like, they God, released the cover so image, great. we put it on IGN, and it had the watermark, and then someone grabbed that and used that it, so the cover uh, of the game has an IGN I watermark. Have to find it. As soon as this is over, I'm going to go look that in. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, That's and cool. utilize the, uh, the, the waggle. But the game was originally for PS2, definitely is totally fine with just uh, analog sticks. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I remember that being like a big marketing ploy for the Wii. Like, use your Wii mode as a paintbrush in this game. Yeah. And then the game looks really awesome, but I'm like, I can do without the Wii mode. And I think in the original, thing. or in the, the PS3 version, the assets were like 4K. And so I think this what? game was almost like 4K capable. It was like 4K ready mm-hmm. on ps3 and so now i think by porting it over i think it's yeah. gonna be gorgeous. really i think you better Caleb and I were you're on you're li- you're recording live right now yeah. I well i mean you. it's not live it's, there's something caleb it's and i were talking about this live because <laughs> we're not going to yeah. edit it later yeah. oh, you're, you're gonna hang you out to <laughs> there's something, there's something about the assets <laughs> Something, about, something the about the assets. I, so I, I mean, I've never played it, but you know, it sounds great. It's awesome. Are yeah. you? Are, is it like hand animated, or is it like? It's, was it close to 4K because they were just drawing it back? It's in? like paint, like watercolor, cell yeah. shaded, painterly. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's beautiful for yeah. sure. Yeah, cool. Think like kind of like an older, more 2D ish version of Child of Light or something. like Oh, that. awesome! Yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, yeah. you're speaking my language right yeah. there. Yeah, game's great. Wow, excellent. So uh, put that on your calendar, your wish list for December. Uh, it'll be after. <laughs> After you've spent all your money this yeah. fall, try to save. I mean, I imagine this It'll would be probably be like bucks. a $20 yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Brandon Tyrell. Hey, what's Guest up? of honor. Uh, what can we spend? What else can we spend our money on right now? Right now, if you want to spend your money on retail, you can't because it's a big fat goose egg. There's nothing on retail. Unless with, you buy one of the. How expensive is that Sonic Mania collector's oh God. thing? Oh, the thing that Dorbush like has Yeah, I yeah, think that's so. expensive. <laughs> Big giant statue. Yeah, on top of like a What's mega drive. On top of, of Sonic. Sonic. On top of a mega drive, and you can hit a button and go Sega. Sold. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Like, Big Sonic guy over here. Yeah. I was a Sega kid. Apparently, Sonic Mania is good. Yeah. yeah. We did an 8.7. Yeah. Speaking of Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. you can find it digitally uh, for $20. You can also get Jump, Step, Step. What? Jump, comma, step, comma, step for $8 <laughs> digitally. Uh, mega Man Legacy Collection 2 mm-hmm. is also a $20 bill. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Marketplace, uh, you have playable demos of NBA Live 18 and Surf World Series. So, uh, Live Did you get 18, to play with? Yeah, I went to EA and played it. It's, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's it's a 2K killer yet, but it's, I mean, not a honest, disaster like that. I one. went in with very low expectations, <laughs> yeah. which that game, that series has set for itself, unfortunately. <laughs> the last, you know, it skipped last year, uh, and the last couple of versions that did ship were not great, uh, but it, it felt pretty good. It's like there's there's some, Good mechanics in there. Uh, some good game modes. They are. We talked a, a couple weeks ago. They've got the WNBA going in, which is fantastic. Oh, awesome. um, for from both a you know for both a equality perspective and any just a gameplay perspective, it's, it'll be a different, effectively a different game mode because the women's game just plays differently. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty comprehensive demo. Are they uh, are they including the story mode that they started a yes. couple years ago again? That's what's that you can play a chunk of that in the demo. Cool. I, I mean, they brought it to Madden. It seems like it's yeah, that's working for them. the new EA thing. They, yeah. they started with FIFA, yeah, uh, and that seemed to be received very well. And yeah, now Madden has the the long shot mode mm-hmm. and uh, and NBA Live. It's called uh, the One, 
the one. The one. Got Starring it. Jet Li. So you become, Starring you become, Jet Li. you become Neo at the oh. end. I rewatched that movie recently. The one. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Pretty cool, man. Doesn't it end with like he oh, fights like a thousand of himself with like let the bodies hit the floor or yeah. some trash song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. You are exactly yeah. right. This two thousands. Oh yeah. yeah. Sounds about this right. This is. <laughs> oh my god. It's so emblematic of like early two thousands action movies. Butt rock. Yeah. It's yeah. right. And every fight scene is Jet Li fighting Jet Li. Yeah. That's the. Oh my god. Like, it sounds so funny, but it's really kind of cool. Yeah. Like there's like a surfer version of Jet Li. <laughs> it's a really dumb movie. Yeah, it's really All right. Dumb. Your August games with gold are uh, Slime Rancher from the 1st to the 31st on Xbox One. Trials Fusion, which is an awesome uh, motorcycle puzzle game if you haven't played it. August 16th to September uh, 15th. Possibly oh. now, depending when you're yeah, hearing when this. When you're hearing this, yeah. yeah, on the Xbox One. Uh, Bayonetta, August 1st through the 15th. Last on the, chance. On the 360 and Xbox One. Yeah, last chance for that one. Uh, and then Red Faction Armageddon from August 16th through the 31st, yes. presumably. Yes. Uh, just, just stop it. Every week. Shut whoever's up. reading it. Because <laughs> it says, just 16. in case you haven't known in the last three weeks, the reason people stumble over it is just because it says August 16th to 3. <laughs> yeah. It's just the one is left off. Uh, uh, it just it trips everyone I up. Know, it's, it's just great. like... So that's either August 16th through the 30th, the 31st, or September 3rd uh, on the Xbox 360 and Xbox One. I hate you. (laughs) You put the show together next time. Hey, you do do a lot of work. All right. Uh, Let's now segue quickly to Unlock Block Trivia. Destin's not here. Chance for you to really just punch him in the in the ego kidney on this one, Marty. Wow. <laughs> the ego kidney. Yeah, the ego kidney. Do you have two of those? The most important of all the kidneys. <laughs> the id, the ego, no, the, the id, super the ego, ego kidney. Ego <laughs> peeing blood yeah. for a week uh, if you can nail this one. Uh, because you are currently up by four points, Ooh. which is a lot. That's a month's worth of points. And we're into August already. You're so uh, our question this week comes to us from Justin, who writes in, and we've got... Uh, Film. I don't want to say critic. You're not a critic, but film. Uh, film enjoyer. Film guy. <laughs> film enthusiast. Child, there you go. child of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Shark Man here. So this one's works out that you're here for this. Let's see if you get it right. Justin writes in says, "In Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation." That would be a Tom Cruise film. Mm. The character Benji, played by Simon Pegg, is seen playing an Xbox One game in his office while at work. What game was he playing in that movie? Was it Halo 5, Gears of War Ultimate, Rise of the Tomb Raider, or Assassin's Creed Syndicate? I'm going to go to Brandon first. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Well, Sean said he knew it. So yeah, you can't go, go, go to the guy that's never seen Rogue Nation. Uh, so I'm just going to guess um, that it's one of the two Xbox exclusives on the list. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's probably Halo 5. Well, Rise of the Tomb Raider may have been exclusive at the time this film was released. That's true. That's true. Semantic but you're going which way? About what of the I'm going to go Halo. Is. Halo 5 okay. Guardians. Marty? Uh, I don't think Halo 5 was out when this movie came out. So I I'm going go like to go Gears. Change Ultimate. my answer to Gears. All right. Shark? I might be wrong, though. It is Halo 5. Oh, oh dang. Yes. I knew it. Uh, char- the character of Benji is introduced while he's sitting. He works for the CIA at this point because the IMF has been, like, dismantled. And... Uh, the camera lands on him. He's listening to he's listening to classical music, playing Halo Five in the middle in the in this sea of like giant servers and people walking around. And he spots his manager coming behind him in a mirror. And then he like quickly throws away his Xbox controller, hits his uh, hits his monitor, and switches over to like work stuff. And then he's just like, I was not playing Halo Five. <laughs> 
That is correct. It is, in yeah, fact. That would have been really funny at the end of it, and Ryan's like, uh, you are actually, wrong. Actually, yeah. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I, I you just had a fever dream. Uh, <laughs> he absolutely, that's not his job in the film. Yeah. <laughs> he was leisurely playing it at home on his sofa. <laughs> All right. Well, good job, Sean. Good job, Brandon. Thanks. Uh, did I not do a good job? No. No, I did a bad job. No. I had one job, and I did not do it. <laughs> if you would like to try and stump the panel here and uh, maybe make Destin's life a little a little worse, <laughs> you can send your Xbox trivia question. Include four multiple-choice answers. Please note the correct one in your email. And the email address is unlocked at IGN.com. Let's hit the road. Uh, and start prepping for Gamescom. That is yep. coming up right around the corner. Oh, so close. It is very close. We'll have a, a few folks over there. Andrew Goldfarb on his way over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Destin's going. Destin's going. He'll yep, be yep, there. Yep. Hope, I wonder if he'll get to play Crackdown 3 and brag about it again. <laughs> I guess we'll find out in about a week's time. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, I don't think anything else is really going on with me. Nothing that you're nothing that's on the website now. Sean, what are you up to? You can follow me on Twitter at Shop by Finnegan. I'm currently producing and shooting the IGN show, which airs on Disney XD or sorry, DXP, sorry. Uh, nine PM every weekday. We're back at 9 it. We took a little, Eastern. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Or is it no, it's that thing where it's Eastern and Pacific. No, it's 9 p.m. Don't everywhere. Okay, thank you. So wherever you are, thank you for clarifying. Mm-hmm. So, check your local listings is a <laughs> phrase that we say on TV. No, it's 9, it's 9 p.m. across the country. So, the East Coast gets it three hours before Glad we. you know more about it than so I do. turn on Disney XD at 9 p.m. wherever you are. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm working on that. Uh, we took a little two-week hiatus during uh, the Comic-Con like area, yeah. but we're back, so check that out. God, you guys are so lazy. You work for two weeks, and then you take two weeks yeah. off? It's so, it's so easy to like <laughs> generate 21 minutes of content five times a week. <laughs> we talk about We babble on here. We babble yeah. on these podcasts. Yeah, we just did two script? episodes. We just knocked over two episodes of the Disney show. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Throw it on TV. <laughs> we talked about Nazis for a while. We probably can't. Yeah. yeah. Probably not good. We talked about Nazis No, that was fine. It was, uh, I mean, it was so all the World War II game. That was yeah. Starbreeze's fault. Okay. It's not our yeah. fault. Nazis are their fault. Brandon Tyrell. Uh, hey, you can find me on Twitter at my name, Brandon Tyrell. Um, lately, I've been... Of House Tyrell? No longer. They're gone, man. <laughs> oh, dang. My people. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. 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 Gonna everyone's going to be gone by the end of that show. Yeah, oh, yeah, if oh, if yeah. you haven't watched season seven yet, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been working on Assassin's Creed IGN first. If you haven't checked that out, go to go.ign.com slash acorigins. We've... Put up a few pieces of content yeah, so mission, far. The, the, that, that, like the, probably the best one so far is as far as like things you just should watch is like the, the whole combat system is yeah. totally revamped. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we've got the video about Built that. Built from the ground up. We went out to Montreal, interviewed a bunch of people about the game, what they're changing, why they're changing it, and everything you need to know about it. So check that out for sure. Cool. Um, that's about it for my Groovy. End. And we just put up a piece about the, the lead character's bird yep. girlfriend. Piece went up just today. Are they dating? Him and the bird? Uh, I don't know. It's complicated. Okay. Uh, yeah, buy a consenu piece just went up today. So, yeah. ooh, <laughs> buy a consenu. Ooh, ooh sen- senu, swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. We were joking. The lead character of the game is not dating a bird that we know of. That's true. What is it with you? Although if he was, you, you totally love Banjo okay. Kazooie. Are they are they yeah. dating too? You got you got the other yes. man bird. They're lovers. They're or just bird, bear They're bird lovers. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's hit the road. So again, quick reminder. Join us for the little pre-show we're going to do with our Gamescom predictions. And then 
immediately, like five minutes later, you will find out how wrong we inevitably got everything. So, like I said, about 15, 20 minutes early. So uh, maybe call it 11.45 Pacific on Sunday or 2.45 p.m. Eastern. We will have uh, Gamescom predictions for you, then the Xbox briefing, and then I will be around because it's the weekend. Uh, I'll be here to help make sense of all of it. Hot takes. Hot takes. Mm -hmm. It's my specialty. (laughs) Delicious. So uh, for The Shark, Sean Finnegan, Brandon Tyrell, and Marty Sleeve, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Unlocked 3.0. Man, which one was this one? 3.0, man. 3.09. That's a lot. But we're just getting started. So we'll see you guys after Gamescom next week.